Hello, and welcome to Some Thoughts with Sura. I'm your host, Sura Hertzberg, and this is the first episode. Um, so it's a real welcome, a real big welcome. Um, and I've been trying to th- record this episode for a while now. Um, I've got some other ones under my belt, but I haven't gone and really like done the first one. Um, which is funny. I think beginnings are sometimes difficult um, because it's so like final or, or I mean, it's it's like the opposite of final. It's like so uh, integral. It's so like important. Um, and yet probably nobody's ever going to listen to this um, as I'll drown it out with many other podcast episodes. Um, but I think that the important thing to start out with in such a podcast as this one is to answer the question, why the fuck are you listening to this? Who the fuck am I and why should you care? And um, I really just want to acknowledge the fact that as we all know, there's a million and a half podcasts out there and there's a lot of reasons why you might listen to one. Um, particularly if you know the person. So hi, if you know me, welcome. Lovely to have you here. Um, or if there's some sort of a celebrity or you care for some reason about what they have to say. Um, and I most certainly am not a celebrity. Um, as much as I would have liked to have been one all my life, which is another podcast episode. Um, but... Yeah, I uh, just wanted to introduce myself and tell you a little bit about why I think you might like this. So who am I? I mean, isn't this the sort of age-old question that's haunted philosophers and psychologists ever since the dawn of time? Um, but in a nutshell, um, I'm a Leo son Cancer Moon, Sagittarius Rising, Um, (laughs) and you'll hear me speak somewhat about tarot and astrology and um, etc. And I believe these are very interesting tools um, to explain what's going on, Um, you know, as are Myers-Briggs and... um, and, uh, you know, our favorite philosophers and what books we're reading um, and who our parents were and our attachment styles, etc., etc., um, our political views. Um, and I really f- like to take all of these things with a grain of salt because I think that um, it's really wonderful to feel like you have a set of tools or um, you know, a favorite, uh, explanation for who, who you are and why you do the things that you do. Um, and at the same time, you know, it's, it's limited and we need all of these tools and we need each other to, um, really fully understand these complex, uh, people that we are. So anyways, to go on about me, (laughs) I am a performing artist in one life, um, a nude model in another, 
and currently a psychotherapy graduate student at the California Institute of Integral Studies, which is a weird place to be. Um, I don't know how many of you have done graduate programs or um, gone through grad school, but it's this weird sort of middle ground where like you you kind of have um, this thing that you're doing, right? Or PhDs or any sort of like, you know, further education. You're like, okay, this is who I am and what I'm doing. I'm, you know, a graduate student and I'm learning this trade or this, um, I'm deepening my understanding and knowledge of this particular um, topic or set of ideas. Um, and on the one hand, like, you know, you're somewhat of an expert in this field. You've, you've gotten your way to, um, to being in, you know, higher level education about this, this thing. And it's amazing because you're meeting all these other people who have this fine tuned, um, like love of exactly the same thing that you're into, which for me is like, you know, deepening into the, the mind and the psyche and why we do the things that we do, um, and trying to figure out who we are and who each other is. Um, and, you know, in this like sort of spiritually conscious, uh, body mind sort of way, which is beautiful because coming from a dance background, coming from a dance-based performance art background, coming from, you know, a, a nude modeling, um, background, I love the body. I love somatics. I think that, um, that physical contact and listening to, um, the way that we move about in the world and how we feel physically is incredibly important. Um, so I'd love to talk a little bit about this transition between my life and performing arts um, into coming to grad school. I'd been living in Berlin for several years. Um, I was making performance art and mostly dance-based performance pieces about sex and love. They were solo pieces mostly and I'd go on stage and like bleed my heart out um and it was a time to process um like both somatically but also very psychologically the stuff I was going through um and um, you can see some of my work on my website if you're so inclined. But I would definitely encourage you to watch a full piece instead of just kind of dropping in and out, um, which I know is kind of a big ask in this culture. Um, it's, it's almost like watching a mini movie, you know, just like sit down and really watch a performance piece for however long it lasts. Um, versus a podcast, you know, you can get up and wander around and you can go for a walk, but watching a performance is a different sport. Um, so I was making this performance work and, um, really kind of like discovering myself and exploring the world through this lens. And at some point I got this feeling like I wanted to share the work with more people. I wanted to um, learn more about different ways of thinking about this. I wanted to engage with 
audiences who might not choose to go see performance work and, um, you know, different kinds of communities. Um, and at the same time, I, I got very interested in um, the kind of more um, BDSM and kink and Tantra scenes. And I wanted to, um, you know, invest more time in sort of learning about um, sex and sexuality. Ultimately, I, I kind of felt this draw and knew it was time to go back to school. Um, and I went to the University of Amsterdam for a summer semester on sexuality, culture, and society. And it was wonderful. I, I loved being there. I loved the people I met. I also did a lot of modeling work there. And I wrote my final paper basically about how, like, I thought it was, uh, like, insufficient that we didn't learn more about somatics and that we didn't talk about sexuality, the act of sex, that we weren't like interpersonally connected at all, that everything was coming from this top-down academic perspective, which is something that I struggle with in some regards, this balance between, um, you know, rigor and academia and, um, you know, humanity and pleasure and, um, and sort of honest experience. Um, and, you know, again, that's a whole other realm of topics, which we can cover at other, at other times. Um, I think of myself as being a little bit like off the beaten path, if you can't tell already. Um, and, you know, often questioning the mainstream and the status quo um, and not doing that just to question it, but doing that because I think that like any one single narrative, like I was saying earlier about having, you know, sort of one ideology that you fit into um, is limiting and damaging and leads me to just take a step back and want to question that. But yeah, I think the underlying desire that I was having um, in creating this podcast um, sort of followed this line of logic. There's a lot of words being said. There's a lot of um, conversations being had and sometimes it can feel like your voice is irrelevant or it's just another one in the kind of slew. Um, and to me, creating my, my performance work, especially in the time that, that I was making it, which is like the sort of mid-2010s, do those have a name? Like the aughts? Um, I don't know if we named them yet. Um, but, you know, in the last 10 years, creating art... Um, as a millennial, there's this like real feeling of like everything's been done before. So, you know, both that means I get to fuck it up and do my own interpretation of it. Um, and also like mix and match. I was talking about fashion with a friend for a while. Um, and I think something incredible about the fashion of, of today, or at least, you know, of, of my uh, young life is that you could pick 
that we were very like backwards focused, right? Like there was a lot of nostalgia in the millennial generation. Um, but, but it felt like you could really like pick and choose. Um, like, you know, I wear these lace up boots still do that are very like, I mean, they were nineties, like did the revival, but they're like twenties, like forties, you know, like they're like, they're like, you know, soup line boots. Um, my dad was joking that they are the kind of boots that, um, my great grandpa would have made who was a shoemaker in Poland, you know, like in the old country. And, and I think that's very true. Um, but mix that with like an eighties style jacket and like, you know, a sort of little like nineties, like kinder whore dress, um, with like a belt that, you know, might've been worn in the fifties. Um, etc. And then maybe like a, and maybe now I'm like, now I have to give you the whole outfit. Um, and then like, maybe like a fishnet tights, you know, like a little like BDSM, like touch. Um, and like, um, tube socks, like with the two, uh, color ring at the top. Um, and then like, maybe like a hat, like how about like we throw a hat on there, you know, cause everybody loves a hat. Um, and again, it was like a sort of anachronistic hat, you know, got to be like, um, not like a cowboy hat, but like a sort of like rancher hat, um, like that they might wear in like the outback in Australia or something. Um, so now you've got a picture of how I have dressed in my life. Um, and COVID changed all of that. I mean, right? For everybody, huh? Like, I, I'm only going towards the things that I can, like... Like, I don't believe in sweatpants. They don't vibe with me. I don't think that they're cute. But I love, like, a soft pant that's maybe a little, like, you know, free-flowing and, uh, you know, whatever sort of ankle cut. Um, which, like, now that I've mentioned it, is that a culotte? Like, did I just describe culottes and am I wearing culottes? Um, inquiring minds need to know, so please get back to me. But anyways, uh, I love this sort of mix and match generation and, um, I think there's this potential to feel like your voice doesn't matter, um, because it's all been done and said before. Um, on the one hand, and then there's this great potential for like, yeah, DIY, like mixing and matching and creating something new out of the materials that you have. Um, and so in some ways, that's kind of what this podcast is. Um, and there's this incredible video um, of Nina Simone talking about her relationship with art and her um, sort of desire of um, performing and that I saw on TikTok, of course. And um, actually, I have it right here and I'm just going to play it and I hope that this works. But this is kind of my inspiration. My, my thing, what I hope to do all the time is to be so completely myself, which that, that's what I, I, I hope I am. Uh, to be so much myself that my audiences and even people who meet me are confronted. They're confronted with what I am, inside and out, as honest as I can be. And this way, they have to see things about themselves, immediately. 
So that's what I want to do. <laughs> Follow in Nina Simone's footsteps and just be so completely myself that um, others are confronted with their own inner worlds. Um, and I think the way that I am hoping to do that and like to do that is is with love, with gentleness, with softness, but also with honesty and and with a certain kind of, um, you know, depth and, and reality. Um, there are things that we run away from in our own lives, in our own world, um, that's easier if we just don't see, if we don't have to think about it, if we don't have to present ourselves to ourselves. Um, and I think my, my desire here and in life is to just sort of gently crack that open. And maybe not so gently, maybe not so subtly. Um, I have a long history with kind of chasing the darkness and trying to find extreme ways to understand something that I felt like was vital to get if you wanted to be an artist or a real conscious person in this world. And you'll hear a lot more about that in later episodes. Um, and I'd like to bring on some people also to come and talk with me and tell me their stories. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, and I definitely want to acknowledge how lucky and privileged I've been in my life in myriad ways. Um, and yeah, again, we'll talk more. We'll talk more soon. Yeah. So welcome again. And I think I'm going to stop here for now. Um, I think that's enough of an introduction. Um, and I hope that you, you know, keep on listening and hear something that touches you, um, that shifts your expectations of yourself and of the world around you. Um, I'm trying to be fully present with how I'm thinking and feeling. Um, and that can be tough in this world right now. Um, so I just want to honor the work that you're doing and um, send you a hug and a kiss and spank on the booty and um, send you along your merry way. And I will be back sooner than you know it. And um, I'm looking forward to sharing this with you. Kisses. <laughs>